Welcome everybody to the new episode of Masala Zindabad, the podcast that ought to have been a book. This is Amrita from IndieQuil. And this is Beth from Beth Loves Bollywood. Today's show is going to discuss current actresses in popular Hindi films and the kinds of things they tend to do and what we think about all of that. Amrita has done quite a bit of research pulling up top-earning actresses of the last decade and also looking at some of the Filmfare power player list to give us an idea of who is viewed as powerful in the industry, who is earning in the industry, and then we're going to mouth off about that because looking at this list, I can see I have a lot of questions about it. <laughs> Most of my work was basically, I just went up and looked up the Filmfare list, which apparently isn't as old as I thought it was. I definitely had an idea that they'd been doing this a lot longer than they actually have. Mm. But we keep hearing this this criticism of Bollywood today. Actresses today aren't as talented as they used to be. They don't do as exciting work as they used to back in the day. And I know you agree with me here that part of that reason is that the material isn't as good as it used to be. But it was really interesting because I really had to think about it. You know, are the actresses that we've had over the past 10 years, be it Aishwarya Rai or all the way down to Sonam Kapoor, are they actually any worse than they used to be or are they better or are they the same so I couldn't find a film fair par list from 10 years ago but I did find a sort of top earning list from smashhits.com mm-hmm. and apparently the most successful actress in, in 2000 was Preeti Zinta who is mm. absolutely nowhere to be found today and right. Aishwarya Rai was still she occupies this very special place in which success or lack of it absolutely does not matter because she's Aishwarya Rai. And marriage hasn't affected no, her yet as no. far as we can. She is, I was, I was able to watch the episode of uh, Coffee with Karan with her and Abhishek, the new season in which she was very dismissive about women who said, oh, I want to focus on my career and I can't get married right now. And she was like, well, I can do everything. <laughs> and that was the Aishwarya that I love. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that. <laughs> I absolutely love that about Aishwarya, you know, when she's not afraid to roar. It's the kittenish, oh, I'm just a, a good bahu of a Bollywood khandan Aishwarya that I just can't stand. You know, she does that less and less as the years go by. I must say. The other successful actresses of uh, 2000 were Karishma Kapoor, Rani Mukherjee, Tabu, Shilpa Shetty, and a whole bunch of Akshay Kumar exes. I was, yeah, I was looking at that. I'm like, I'm not even sure I've ever seen a Mahima Chowdhury movie. I mean, I know the name. I think I could pick her out of a lineup, but I don't think I've ever seen her in mm-hmm. anything. And I've seen, when I actually look to see what eras I've seen the most movies from, it's the 2000s, which will probably surprise anyone who reads my site, because all I moan on about is the 70s. But Really, I've seen more from the 2000s than I have of any other era. And that, yeah, she doesn't stand out to me whatsoever. I mean, I'm assuming a few of these people are sort of holdovers from the 90s, right? So that would explain for me partly why I haven't seen a lot of them since I avoid the 90s. So, so Mahima is actually, uh, she made a debut film with, with Shah Rukh, uh, Pardes. Hmm. And that's, uh, about, that's about the most high-profile movie that she did, I think. Uh, although she did act in... A couple of movies. She was in that terrible uh, Manisha Koirala movie in which she's kind of wandering the countryside, hiding from her husband, Jackie Shroff. Oh, I've heard so much about that film. Yeah, she's not somebody that you're really going to miss. 
And then there's Manisha Koirala, who's like uh, another native of Nepal, uh, the Yeti. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like Yeti sightings. There are Manisha <laughs> Koirala sightings. Um, both of them are like kind of like a horror. I've seen her in very few things also, but I, I mean, she's of course in Dilse, and I, I do really love that film and think her character is really, really interesting. I'm not sure if, and I think it's mostly the character, not her, but I certainly know a few people who love her and are so sad that she's not in films much anymore. She's she's really good at the watery-eyed look Mm -hmm. of pain, but that's about as much as she's ever impressed me. She was in that, she was in Johnny Dushman. Of course, yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm not a Manisha Koirala fan. This is basically the, the period in which Madhuri Dixit has pretty much her career has come to an end and there's like people are like searching for the next Madhuri Dixit and Aishwarya would have been it except she was you know none of her movies were working you know you had Kareena Kapoor and Amisha Patel come about do you have a strong reaction to Amisha Patel because you know so many people seem to just go <laughs> when any, when they read her name and I used to feel that way but I cannot tell you why and then when I watched oh, what Thodapia, is it? Um, Thodapia, yeah right? I did not hate her in that the way that I thought I would when other times I've seen her and I and maybe she just doesn't photograph well or something but the woman gives me the willies and I don't know why but then she's actually when I try to be more objective about it I don't think she's awful at all and she might suffer as many of these women do from just stupid roles but I thought she was actually pretty charming in that when she had a thankless task she's really good at a bimbo oh and of course and she's so wonderful in honeymoon travels that I keep I keep forgetting about that film I don't know why because it's so good and it's got so many interesting things going on in it but she's really good in that I I don't know she's just kind of skeevy she's been skeevy since (laughs) I I think it is also the fact that she came opposite Rithik and Rithik is He's just so likable as a person. Yeah. And she was yeah. uh, he was going around being all yeah. Mr. Perfect and I'm so polite, I'm so kind, I love animals, <laughs> I have a sweet wife, I never do anything wrong. And there's Amisha <laughs> Patel just running around like a chicken with its head off, just screaming at people and putting up a hundred foods a day. I can't even remember who she was fighting against anymore, but I just remember like, I think Gadar had come out and she was convinced that it meant something where... <laughs> as a blind man could have told her it was really a sunny deal kind of a thing she was just insufferable for a period of time and then she had this really skeevy brother and then she had this whole drama with her family and it was just it's one of those things where no publicity would have been better than bad publicity and i think there's something about i don't know who's responsible for how she looks in films and in you know in interviews and things just the physical look of her but she looks like trailer trash to borrow a midwestern us you know category she looks like white trash and i don't know if is it too much blue eyeshadow is the hair too big i don't know but she she comes off as very low class and I mean it's not classy and it's it's yeah she's tacky looking it's and the it's, blonde highlights it's the push up bra it's the cleavage it's that, the you know help. it's everything it's just yeah. it's just awful but when I give her a chance I don't hate her when I give her a chance and even when I saw I think it's from 2005 Elan this summer and she's in that with a another again throwaway <laughs> role she's not bad she's kind of cute she's a little hyper but I, I'm assuming she was kind of told to do that and She's not bad at all. So I, I wouldn't to, go that far. <laughs> but I would say that there's no reason to hate on her as much as 
some people do. She just brings out this visceral. She does. She does. <laughs> she does. I'm not a fan. But yeah, but 10 years later, you know, 10 years ago, when just reading that list of people where uh, Smash Hit said Karina Kapoor and Amisha Patel were newcomers with a real chance at superstardom. And I remembered this ex of mine who he wasn't really into Bollywood at all. But do, do you remember that movie that Karina did with Tushar Kapoor? I've seen a yeah. few songs from it, yeah. And there's this uh, song in, the, in that in which she's wearing this red sweater and this pencil skirt. And she comes on the screen and I remember it was playing in the background and we had the TV on. We were talking about something else and he just stopped dead and he looked at it. And I I still remember because he never had that kind of reaction to anybody. And he just went, who is that when she came on screen? That kind of describes Karina to a T for me because she's just got the it factor. You know, she's just all charisma. She's not exactly the female Daniel Day-Lewis of Bollywood. But she's... What would that be? <laughs> <laughs> but in 2010, when I was looking at the uh, the film fair power list, Karina was right on top, followed by mm-hmm. Katrina Kaif, Priyanka Chopra, Aishwarya Rai, Deepika Padukone, Kajol, Vidya Balan, Bipasha Basu, and Sonam Kapoor. And Janelia D'Souza, sorry. I forgot about Janelia D'Souza, which I think they just sort of tagged on at the end. We're like, oh, we kind of ran out of name. What do we put in? Janelia D'Souza. I, it's so disheartening to look at that list because I, I, I just scan it and I think, no, 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 no. <laughs> in terms of people I would want to spend any of my energy thinking about or watching because I just think they're terrible performers and it's and I know that this is not an awards chart although we could talk about that also because that you know doesn't really help matters any (laughs) but why is someone as just completely horrendous on the screen as Katrina or Priyanka why are they powerful why (laughs) and where you know someone who's so good like Konkana San Sharma is not on that list and that's just so sad to me because I think she's so Mm -hmm. good and she does interesting Mm -hmm. things no so you're not in the top 10 most powerful women that's not the end of the world but really is it really is sad to see some of these names on here but Katrina you know what what really bugs me sometimes about Bollywood actresses and not really Bollywood actresses but how they're discussed in the Bollywood press is and I believe this is reflected of how the the industry works because they always quote somebody you know the press didn't come up with this by themselves <laughs> but they refer to these actresses as lucky charms you know Katrina Kaif is Akshay Kumar's lucky charm and uh, implication being Akshay Kumar is the, the actor he's the valuable person right. in this project and then there's Katrina who's his good luck charm kind of like David Beckham's used panties or whatever have my lucky boxes on I'll win this match and Akshay has his lucky co-star and therefore it'll work and as you I think mentioned in the first list of people from 2000s that there were you said there were several Akshay Kumar sort of side side products up there in that list and but it it makes you wonder is she going to be another in a string I don't know enough about his career to comment on that but it's an interesting this five years model for him and he's going to continue on and she you know won't. but uh katrina's interesting in that i respect her a great deal for the kind of challenges that she's 
face because I know what it feels like to move to another country, much less a country where you, mm-hmm. she does, you know, when she came here, she didn't speak the language, any of the languages other than English. And she not only taught herself a language and clean presence and, and to do it in, but if she's not doing it well, but at least she's doing it competently. And she's doing it in a way that resonates with people somehow. To be successful at it, it's not a simple feat. And to do that all in a foreign country on her own, you know, people keep like to talking about uh, Salman Khan supporting her or whatever. But Salman Khan's had a lot of side projects, as you like to call him. And none of them have really (laughs) stuck other than Katrina. Katrina's really put in the work. So I respect her on that front. Hmm. But yeah, as an actor. You know, I will say, I thought it, I, I have no sense of how people get leading roles in different kinds of films. But she did take on a fairly big and heftier than usual role in Rajniti. I don't think she succeeded at it, but she did try. And that, that whole role, the character is kind of a, is really a pawn, even though she's the one on the public face. She's she's not really a player. She's not an action taker in that role, particularly, or the, the character isn't. But I was, as that film, as I was watching it, I just kept thinking, it's really interesting that she's in this, because I would not have pegged her to do that yeah. role. And she's not awful. She's not awful. I have found her awful other places, but not there. You know, at least she's putting in some work at it. Then there's Priyanka Chopra, who I don't, you know what? I don't get it. No, not one <laughs> I don't bit. get it. I don't bit. get it at all. I thought, she, I thought I began to get it in Dawn, but... Kick-Assy might be her least annoying incarnation, maybe? Because I don't hate her in Drona. She's okay in... Well, but you know what? Drona. (laughs) It is Drona. Get away from the fact that it is that. (laughs) But But she's just so horrible in so many things. And I think number one on my list is fashion. And it's, you know, it's critical acclaim is completely befuddling to me. It's like I saw, I mean, I know we bandy around the phrase. It's like you saw a different movie than I did, but I really did see a different movie than the people who gave her national (laughs) awards. It's just, it's inconceivable because she's so bad. Don't even get me started on the national awards. I can't. The American listeners will appreciate when I say one of these things is not like the other. Shabana and Smita and and even Amitabh and like, "Mm." (laughs) Arjun Rampal <laughs> and Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> what happened? Also, Priyanka and Deepika are two actresses who look completely out of place. Well, maybe not completely, but there's something weird happening in their torso area when they're wearing Indian outfits. I, I just noticed it in the trailers for Break Kebab. And Priyanka has that same thing going on in Anjana Anjani. They look uncomfortable a lot of the time, I think. I mean, they look... Uh, Deepika in particular has weird eyes in terms of not looking alive on the screen. <laughs> and in Om Shanti Om, it kind of worked okay because there are all those sort of ghosty things and, you know, she is a ghost at one point. So, okay. But, but in other, especially if she's supposed to be the center of a love story and she's got no anima, it's just disgusting. <laughs> I kind of liked her a lot in Love Article because she was silent so much. That, yes. that one scene <laughs> where Saif is doing all the acting and she's basically standing there with yes. tears running down her face and they shoot her from the back (laughs) I'm not being mean I'm just being truthful (laughs) that kind of worked for me you know that her being like that yeah I mean she also is not consistently always absolutely every moment terrible but but then she and I like I think I'm fairly alone in enjoying Karthik calling Karthik but I liked her in that I mean full-on liked her not just liked her relative to her other turns but actually I thought she did a really good job in that so again not across the board terrible but not someone I would ever ever seek out and when I see her name or most of these names I just think 
okay, I'll go see it anyway. <laughs> That's true. There aren't a lot of actresses whom you'd want to go and see actively. I, I really like Vijabalan, but I'm saying so far away from Pa, I can't, I mean, I, I'm not going to watch that. But I really like her, but I'm still not going to watch oh, that. Oh, you haven't seen Pa? <laughs> no. It was okay in i mean there were some parts of it that were really nice and sweet and then there were some parts of it that were like oh come on and then there were some parts of it that were just infuriating people have narrated it in the beginning of a review or whatever i keep thinking nope that whole thing seems to be an excuse to have amitabh bachchan do something he hasn't done before and we're all going to be so impressed with it that we're going to turn ourselves inside out and give him a bunch of awards no <laughs> not interested you are on to the game yeah i think Kaj- Joel is like the only person on that list who still makes me want to go. You know, 10 years ago, she made me want to go to the theaters. 10 years later, she still makes me want to go to the theaters. And I have no idea why that is because she makes some of the worst movies ever known to man. But I think maybe dialing down on the kind of movies that she's making has made a difference. I think she's choosing things that are a little better now that she doesn't choose No, she did make My Name is Khan. So I did that back. I don't know why she makes me want to go to the movies. How do you feel about Bipasha Basu? I don't have strong feelings about her. I enjoy her. I have not seen... A lot of her movies I enjoy her and I think her dabbling in things like exercise videos is interesting I I kind of appreciate that she's doing a few other related mm-hmm. things even if they're not necessarily very substantial things I, she seems to have a little bit of a business savvy about her which I like and I I don't know yeah I kind of I kind of like her she seems gutsy as a person I don't know how that should affect how I feel about her on screen but I, I've always liked her on screen just fine I don't I don't have a strong reaction to her one way or the other really my best friend took me to see her uh, her debut movie which was with Akshay Kumar which I think was Ajnabi is that what it's called I just remember the only thing that I took away from her was the close-up of her face in which I went oh my god she's wall-eyed I went that to Bachna E Hasino in which I thought, you know what? She's really good. We have to talk about that that performance, don't we? That is such a, I mean, in such a terrible film, that is that writing of her character and this woman, again, I'm going on subtitles, but the, the speeches and the way she looks so hurt mm-hmm. and just so much of her life was destroyed by this person. Just heart-wrenching. It's so well mm-hmm. done. And then there's Sonam Kapoor, who... High-pitched kind of noise. <laughs> she's... I've seen, what, three movies of her? She's had... What, Savaria, Aisha, and... Delhi Six. De- yeah, Delhi Six, that's right. I hate love stories. Oh, that's right. She's in four movies. Okay, fine. So I've seen four movies of hers. She's interesting in that part of me finds her cute, but then the other part of me is just so annoyed by the sort of air of entitlement Mm. and I don't think I've Mm. actually seen her act in anything I think I've just seen like different sides of Sonam (laughs) the only time when I felt as though I was watching somebody enact something on screen was during Savaria in that scene in which she wakes up in the morning next to Salman Khan and he's pinned her to the bed that scene was basically made by Salman Khan and Sanjay Leela Bansali I I didn't think then and I don't think now that it had anything to do with her basically. It was the it was that whole moment that was created where she's like this butterfly that's caught in there. But yeah, I don't I don't really understand why she's on that power list other than the other. And that, that question I think has to come up anytime we're talking about powerful people because you we can't and there's no use to wonder would this be true if they weren't so and so's kid. But it really is I, I think she's one of those cases where I can't understand that there's any other explanation for her presence on the big screen. 
it's part of this larger thing in which I'm looking at the two lists between 2000 and 2010. And while it's mm-hmm. true that the newer list has women in it who are more attractive perhaps and who as you said you know on a personal basis seem to be more interesting like Bipasha but there is something about them and this is not just the female actors it's also the male actors there's something about them that that seems very disposable they don't stick around in your memory as much as a star should yeah. just thinking yeah. about this when you were talking about Karthik calling Karthik because I do like Karthik calling Karthik as well but I frankly don't remember Deepika at all from that movie <laughs> and it's the same thing for most of Sonam Kapoor's movies you know just doesn't stick in your head and that brings us to the writing I think it has to because you could be the most talented person in the industry and if you don't have very much to work with there's only so far you could go and I think that there are people who would do better at some of these kind of interchangeable disposable roles than others Mm -hmm. and could make them stand out a little more than maybe other people could there's there's just what can you do if you're not given much to work with there's really only so much you could possibly do and if you have directors who don't seem very interested in bringing out or developing what is there everything's working against you and I feel like so many of these women as much as I dislike Priyanka Chopra I just kind of think well what has she had a chance to really do not a lot not a lot and then when she did have a chance to do something a little more unusual with fashion she destroyed it but you know most of the time I don't think they have a lot to do and I know I use that phrase all the time when I'm writing about movies and I'm I'm tired of using it (laughs) so I would like people to write and develop better things for these for these and other all the other women who are who would like to act who would like to tell stories this way they don't have any story to tell most of the time these characters we were kind of brainstorming some films that we think have been successful in creating good interesting roles for women mm-hmm. sort of even feminist roles uh-huh. <laughs> and then some others that have maybe tried and not gotten so far and then some abject failures and I feel like yeah one of the uh, questions that always comes up in any kind of conversation that you have between people who are who watch Bollywood and who don't is always well what would you recommend and the inclination that I think most of us have is to always recommend something from the 70s because it's yeah. awesome yeah but yeah a lot of people don't really want to watch stuff that's old yeah we should do a whole show on that actually <laughs> but yeah but right. uh, a lot of people keep asking you know what's a recent movie is there something more recent something that we can see that's today that's current and it's really difficult right. because you're kind of thinking of stuff and you're th- and you're saying um well not that one because that's offensive and not that one because that's stupid and not that one because it's <laughs> enraging and you're just sort of going down this list and it finally comes down to like well everybody seems to have a really good reaction to kuch kuch hota hai and you know that's a movie that's 15 years ago and it's also kind of really simplistic and i know that you don't really care for it do you i like that the best of Karan Johar films and but the further I get from the first time I saw it the less I like it (laughs) because the more and you know I like that film I think more than I technically should because it has some majorly enraging (laughs) aspects to it but yeah that yeah and I don't I don't know if I would give that to people to start with even though I, I my experience is like yours is that people seem to really like it the first time the first time out it, it really works for some reason I you know I've had like people who are really against watching Bollywood movies and they'd see that movie and then they'd be like by the you know the end of the movie they're just sitting there thinking well they better get together or I'm going to be so angry we talked quickly about Chuck Day India which I think is for both of us is a, a much loved film I know it's one of my 
probably one of my mm-hmm. top tens ever. And I actually took a friend to see that in the theater who had never seen any Indian films before. And she had tears running down her face. She loved it. I mean, it's a it's a sports mm-hmm. movie. So, of course, we all know how those are supposed to work. We know how we're supposed to react and when and in what timing. But she absolutely adored that movie. And I do, too. I've watched it many times. I've made my parents watch it. And I like it because... There are so many women in it, and they all have different but related stories, and they're pulled together so well to make these women function better as a team, but they also function better as individuals, and getting both of those kinds of growth and character development and personal development in a story, I think is really Mm -hmm. rare. And obviously you couldn't do that in a story that doesn't have lots of equally important leads or equitably important leads anyway, because obviously some of them get more screen time than others, but it's just, it's really well done. And you can almost forget that the reason a lot of us went to see the film is that Shah Rukh is in it because (laughs) you could take him out of it and it would keep that character, but give someone else the role and I don't think the film would lessen Mm -hmm. any and I I love Shah Rukh I'm saying that as a person who really likes Mm -hmm. him so it's just it's an incredibly written film and I I haven't seen anything like it anywhere I mean I don't I don't seek out sports movies that's for sure but you know when I'm thinking about Hollywood sports movies that might do something similar a league of their own comes to mind and I haven't seen that in recent enough times to really comment on it but I I just like that that there are all these characters who become better people for themselves and for a sort of bigger cause Mm -hmm. and they're women and they're young Mm -hmm. women I feel like when we see those women off at the airport that they are going to go on and be really good members of society and good people themselves and that's it's just so I'm tearing up even talking about it I love that (laughs) even though it is a total tease fest (laughs) but I just love it I feel like some of the most beloved movies of all time are basically cheese and ham fest. We all love Sound of Music, which could not be a cheesier movie. And I tell, like, I ask my German-speaking Bollywood friends about it. They haven't even seen it. And I think, how can you How can you never have seen Sound of Music? Because it was on TV, either at Thanksgiving or Easter, I can't remember which, every year. Everyone would watch it. We'd come to school the next day singing the songs. There is not a cheesier film alive than that. But it's so successful and so powerful to so many people but I would not if I had met someone who had never seen a Hollywood film I would not steer them to that (laughs) right away I don't think because it's ridiculous there's another film that I again I think I'm in a minority opinion on liking this I've seen it recently even though it's not a new film is Notch and from uh, the perspective of a female character being fully developed. I think that film does really well. And yes, it's got weird costuming. And yes, he films he films her so skeezily. <laughs> there is a high skeeze factor. We cannot pretend <laughs> that that's not there. And that that is not troubling because it is a little troubling. But if we can put those things aside a little bit, that character is an artist and she fights for her creative voice. Mm-hmm. And I saw this film in the last year. I saw it after Julie and Julia came out. And I was reading a review of that film that talked about how it's so rare to see stories of any kind about women and their creative drive and creative needs and creative powers and women who achieve something as a mother or as a a sort of job, like a corporate kind of job, or they win a law case or something like that. We see those films, at least. But it's so rare to see stories about female artists. I thought that was amazing. And and in Julie and Julia, you've got people who are, they're not only artists, they're communicators, Mm -hmm. they're writers and authors. And that is, it's not easy to make 
stories about people who write, I don't think, because they don't, you can't show them doing anything interesting. <laughs> you know, and I, I didn't think Julia and Julia was a perfect movie. I liked the book better, but it, I, that really stuck out for me. And all of us who love to write, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And that's a, that's a great achievement for this story to have done and for it to have been so popular. And I feel that Notch does a very similar kind of thing. And I just, I loved that she stuck up for what she wanted to do and she wasn't willing to settle or do something lesser. And she's a little bit of a snob, but I I think that's okay. I just, I, I thought that was fascinating and I was really surprised that I hadn't heard anyone talking about that in regards to that film before because when you say Notch, people go, you know, they just sort of roll their eyes about the costuming and how, how it's, I mean. I never had any problems with the costuming as such because I expected it to be that. did bother me about that movie was because maybe, you know, when you put it the way that you just did about how rare it is to see a woman's creative process on the screen, I feel as though well, duh, I'm such an idiot for not thinking of that before. Yeah, and that's how I felt when I read about Julie and mm-hmm. Julia. I was like, oh, you're right, I don't Yeah, do <laughs> I never thought about it before, but it's true, it's absolutely mm-hmm. true. But at the time when it released, I didn't hate it as much as other people did, but I do remember that what bothered me was that I read a great deal more than I watch movies or television. It sounds impossible, but I know because my blog is entirely about the crazy number of things that I I watch all the time. But I honestly do read a lot more than I uh, do either of those things. And to me, that whole thing about the whole storyline seemed very done. You know, it was done to a point where I was seeing it in trash literature. Yeah, I do feel like you read that storyline quite a bit, especially or at least maybe it's the kind of books I'm suckered into reading, but uh, about writers, particularly writing about writers who, you know, move to New York to try to be an editor or whatever, and they end up having to edit things they think are crap. I mean, that's that's really boring to me. That's really boring. But somehow in the context of that film, I liked it a lot. I was really impressed by the kind of work that she had put into it. And I would give notch to people who haven't seen any Hindi films. Be- <laughs> also, Bachnaya Hasino, as we were talking about yeah. a while ago. Bipasha was great and she was written great. She played it great. That moment yeah. in the airport where she's having that moment and she lets him go. She really brought it that day. That was well written because you don't just have vengeful woman who's been wronged, which is also a tired stereotype. Mm-hmm. You have a person who has been wronged and then who is able to work through it and learn and let go and learning how to let go of things. I mean, that's something I struggle with. That's a really hard thing to do as a human being. And she, they give her a chance to think about those things. That's really nice. I think we've talked about this a little bit. I, I sometimes feel very uneasy when I see a female character that I, that I'm impressed by because she's participating and doing and making decisions and taking action. Mm. Um, and it is vengeful or violent Mm. because I don't like that. And sort of, you know, my real world values are against that kind of thing. But sometimes that is very powerful to me in a film. Oh, <laughs> when I was reading notes for this talk, I was looking at how we were talking about the Reka and the Crocodile <laughs> movie and how, you know, in theory, I should be against that. But I love that. <laughs> I love that movie. And I love that character. We, I made a short list of some films that I think are towards having some really interesting and strong female characters, but don't quite go as far as they could. We talked briefly about Dilbole Hadipa which I the end is the end is a little bit <laughs> more hero based than I thought it was going to go. And how many of these am I going to have to see to not be surprised by that? <laughs> I don't 
that that one had a lot going for it, and then it kind of went. Wah, wah. <laughs> and similar to that is Paheli, which I which is a movie mm-hmm. I recommend to people who haven't seen it before, um, because that character gets to make a really big decision, and nobody it's hers and hers alone. And while the ghost is very seductive about about offering her the mm-hmm. choice. And it's kind of hard to have seen it going any other way. I was quite surprised when she chose the ghost because that is not what I think a good Indian wife of movies of yore would have mm-hmm. done. I thought that was really interesting. And it's the ending of that film sits a little sits a little uneasily with me, but I think it's a fascinating story and they portray it really well. And of course that film is so beautiful just to, to have in front of your eyes. It's so pretty. But that's that's one that I think is is really quite interesting. I think the lesson that we can learn from this is that that the actors might be of less quality than they were ten years ago. If you compare them against Madhuri Dixit or Tabu or Tabu, how have we not talked about Tabu? That's pretty much how it is. You know, you just go like, what happened to that person? I hate to say it, but in some cases, I can't wait for them to go away because maybe their absence will leave something leave some chances for other people but as we've discussed unless there are the other mech- the other arms of filmmaking are in place it's not really going to matter can we discuss why Janelia D'Souza is on that list uh, if you have an answer I would be happy to hear it she makes me want to run screaming away I've only seen her in a few things but I oh oh she's just such a 13 year old cartoon character to me I cannot seeing her in films that are supposed to be about adults. <laughs> I kind of feel like she's some kind of little, like, I don't know, like somebody left their pet hamster with me. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. I feel affectionate. I can't really bond with it. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just staring at her name on my screen. And she's not the person on that list who baffles us the most, probably. It is, there are things more confusing than a pet hamster on the power <laughs> list. Can I say that I... I, for a time, had some high hopes for Ghoul. Um, Are you serious? But but then, but then, only for a little bit, because I saw her in Door, which I love, and I thought she's really interesting in Monorama Six Feet Under. But then, last week, I finally watched the trailer for Turning 30, and I wanted to <laughs> shoot myself. <laughs> Just the most horrendous-looking film, which isn't her fault. But So there's someone I feel like could do interesting things but is she going to is there going to be a chance for her to choose those things do you have any particular people that you wish would move on to that power list and and be more prominent i actually don't i think bollywood is basically geared towards and not just bollywood i think hollywood as well i think cinema in general is geared towards which is the next exciting male talent and there just aren't that many exciting female talent there's the hot female there's the the sexy yeah. female but which we have got to stop confusing for talent <laughs> and if we want if that's what we want then we the audience then that's that's fine but let's be clear that that's what let's not pretend that we're talking about acting when we're talking True. about pretty <laughs> and that goes for men also that just makes me so angry when people keep saying about someone like Katrina yeah but she's pretty if we're gonna say that's why we watch movies okay fine and I will watch something else <laughs> but let's Please not pretend these are the same thing. That's so true. <laughs> you know, I feel like there are some talented people out there, but they've been kind of, I don't know if people aren't choosing, they're they are not choosing to act or they're not being selected for roles or, or Aditya Chopra has Rani locked in a basement <laughs> or what. But it just, you know, I want more of them. I want more of Konkanas and Sharma and Taboo. And that's about all I've got. Well, there you go. <laughs> Konkanas and Sharma. That's somebody I'd like to see. So what have you learned today, Beth? I, I want better writing. 
That's yes. what I've learned. I don't, you know, it's so easy to blame the actors because they're the ones whose faces we see. But it is, and yes, I think some of them could step up and do a better job with what they've got than what they than what we've seen them do. But it is, it is so overall not their fault. I want directors and writers to push this and be more creative. And producers, I want producers to say, yes, I will back this film that's got something more interesting going on for the women in it. I want more honeymoon travels, <laughs> which is a significantly women-made film, you know, and I think I think if that's what it takes, then fine, that's what we'll do. I hope. I hope someone will do that because I don't have the kind of paycheck that I can become a film producer, <laughs> but... <laughs> I think I would also like people to it's one of the things that's been driving me crazy all the collaboration that goes into making a movie you can't become uh, you can't edit a movie without getting some serious training you can't you know nobody becomes a set director right off the bat you don't you don't go right. to a right. place for two weeks and then figure out you know how to light an entire set these are things that you spend years learning the technique and then you come along and you create this art form. But the entire crew of a, of a movie is geared around the work of the actors. It makes absolutely yeah. no sense to me that Bollywood continues to make movies and put in actors who have no training or have like a few weeks yeah. of training or, you know, who've learned how to ride a horse or... Who have learned how to have their picture taken because they're models. Stop casting models as actors. It makes absolutely no sense. If you look at people who came out of acting programs and you look at people who didn't, you can really see the difference. Uh, I really think it's about time that people started investing in actors. This is kind of a side note, but I happened to read this recently. The only actor of either gender that I can name who went to any kind of acting training apart from the Indian Film and Television Institute and that's not to disparage that in any way but the, the, so there's that and then the only other thing that I've ever heard of anyone doing is Rahul Khanna <laughs> went to went to the Lee Strasberg Institute in New York and he never worked Scott like nobody hires him even though he has we all know that I love him and I, I think he is a good actor you know and he's been especially <laughs> shining in these little side roles lately that are really that he's now there's someone who's doing a lot with a small amount of material <laughs> so you know it can be not but um who is who is studying acting so yeah better writing better directing and better acting this topic that we've covered today is going to be the first of several in an ongoing probably irregular series on women in bollywood so looking at particularly at types of female characters in different eras of filmmaking that's something that amrita and i are both very interested in we might be able to bring in some guests to talk about that with us but this is something that we have been sketching out over the course of a year or so so be, be ready for more topics on related to women in Bollywood over the course of Masala Zindabad. Yes. Thank you for joining us. This has been Masala Zindabad, the podcast that ought to have been booked. <laughs> Aku mi, aku mi, 